Welcome to Informed Foodie. This is Di Wilkinson, and we're going to talk about how to conquer those top five diet pitfalls that everybody's challenged with. Dieting is a yo-yo experience. Our weight goes up and down at different periods of our life for different reasons. It's very, very normal, and it's a catch-22 situation because you cannot stop eating food. We have to eat food to survive, and trying not to eat something is so difficult. And to complicate things, we have these five areas that are extremely challenging. And I don't think food should be shameful, guilt-inducing, or to make anyone feel like a failure. Let's look at these roadblocks. First of all, the office. You go into the office. They have a snack room. There's celebrations. Everybody that works there has a birthday, don't they? You also have training seminars. Some people have dishes of candy or snacks right on their desk. It's really great that some workplaces have a gym. My HR used to have a contest to see who would lose the most weight during a period of time. You can actually do things like that with groups of employees at work. Something else that's difficult are those potlucks. And just the fact that you have a scheduled break, you want a little bit of a lift, you want something to perk you up or distract you from that stressful job, and it tends to be a snack. Physically avoid the candy bowls and the snack room areas because proximity and the availability of food right in front of you is almost irresistible. Keep a work tablet of the snacks that you nibble on. Just even try it for one week because a little candy bar here and there, even the little fun size, all of that can add up and really increase the whole mood of failing. You may be surprised. You could be snacking on less than you even think so. A lot of it is your own self-approach and how bad you might feel when you grabbed another snack. Sometimes thirst can be disguised as hunger. Make sure you're drinking plenty of water during the day. Just have a water bottle right there on your desk beside you. And to distract yourself when you're bored, maybe just getting up and moving, walking around the building, meeting up with someone else at work, and relieve stress by chatting, laughing, and not by just eating some food. If you plan ahead for snack time, knowing you'll be hungry, you can plan snacks that you feel good about eating, and it reduces the amount of guilt involved. Another difficult area is when people go on vacation or generally just going out. I kind of think that going on vacation means I'm going to be enjoying the food. You want to taste that local cuisine. If you happen to be stepping on a cruise ship, they've got a 24-hour buffet going on. Some people try to save up or relax and really not worry about food intake on vacation. But if you're traveling in a car place to place on a road trip, then planning ahead for being hungry is going to be key to not gaining a lot of weight. You want to try to avoid fast food restaurants. If you do go out or you're going out with people at work often, there's usually always a low calorie or grilled selection on the menu. Grilled food can be so tasty and very filling and they often bring more than you need. Trying not to do the appetizers and please watch out for the alcohol. It can be very calorie laden or if you have a glass of wine. Typically people may have some alcohol and that reduces your resistance to eating more food or having more alcohol or adding a lot more calories than you probably would have if your inhibitions weren't lowered. It seems like sometimes the lower calorie selections are more expensive and you know you really are worth it. Spending a little bit more money, the food is still going to be delicious, satisfying. If I find I'm not looking at the rest of the menu and I go right to the lower calorie foods, I don't feel like I'm missing out and I'm still extremely happy and satisfied with what I've ordered. And then after the meal, I feel good because one of those bites is going to be the last bite and I can be satisfied with less food. 
believe it or not, they've done some studies and people can eat 50% more calories when they're with their friends in a social group than they would if they were just with their partner or alone. Please remember, if you do make a fast food selection, there are calorie listings on those menu boards. The grilled chicken sandwiches, there's other options that tend to be very delicious, pretty low calorie, but anytime you're eating a fast food restaurant, the calories, the fat, and the salt are going to be with you long after you finish eating that very last bite. Portion control is also a big part of eating out or being in the car. It might be worth it spending a little bit more on those healthy snacks and also snacks that are portioned in smaller sizes. This way you don't feel as bad after your hunger's been satisfied and you're not thinking about how you've made a poor choice or how you feel like you were stuck with what you've already eaten. The number three sabotage is some of your own close family and friends who may or may not be on a diet. It's really hard to tell other people, I am trying to lose weight. You feel like they'll criticize everything that you are eating or maybe they expect you just to eat more food. Maybe they feel guilty. They need to be on a diet and they're not. And they're watching you control yourself when they feel out of control. It's really hard. They can get resentful. They feel like maybe you're judging them or you feel like you're being judged with all your food selections. It's so okay to say no when someone wants to push more onto you to say no thank you or I'm fine right now. Some of our friends are kind of our eating buddy or that's the main activity that we do with them or we might have special kind of different foods for children that live in the home or come to visit. There's so many other activities we can do with friends. Try to find times that sharing can take place over walking, going to museums, binge watching. Somehow our culture is really associated eating food with that social reward when the social reward is being social in itself especially now with the virus of 2020, that vital part of our lives has been temporarily taken away. We can certainly find other ways to enjoy each other when we're finally face to face. Another sabotage in your home is a food supply that you might have for family members. And keeping in mind that proximity, the availability of food, is a very difficult temptation. It's all right to tell family members that losing weight is important to you and that you might need some support. Okay, number four is the exercise. Exercise is uncomfortable. It doesn't typically feel really good. It's kind of hard. You get sweaty. If you want to do it during lunch or right before work, you've got to have a way to clean up or cool off, change back to your clothes. You've got to fix your hair. And I don't know who has the time, but there's different ways to try to fit it in, and it doesn't need to be an area that you feel guilty, bad, or that you should have. You can get online support. You can get a personal trainer. You can buy some tech support or a watch or something that really tracks your activity. Trying to exercise with a partner is always ideal when you have to meet someone. It tends to happen a lot more and you enjoy it and don't notice the time as much. Make sure you celebrate those landmarks or the goals that you've met. Incremental all along the way. Be your own trainer this way. Exercise always makes you feel good in so many other ways besides the fact that you've made progress in losing weight that day. Remember, you're never going to regret getting some exercise done, and you should be so proud of yourself. Lastly, the biggest pitfall is probably our own self-talk. Somehow this seems to be the biggest challenge. I don't know, humans are hardwired to focus maybe on failure or negativism, and I don't know if that comes from culture, the media, but it really doesn't matter because it's those mental tracks and tapes that we hear that tell us we're not good enough or we failed or we should have done something else. Those type of thoughts are not productive and life is so stressful and full that it's okay to give yourself some slack 
Reward yourself for little steps that you've done all along the way. If that just means getting through a snack time or one of those celebrations at work or being able to go out and ordering those low calorie meals, you're actually going to become a role model for other people that want to do the same thing. Some of the ways you can feel more successful is measuring yourself, measuring your body circumference, rewarding yourself for steps along the way that are not centered on food. Write a list of different kind of rewards or ways that you treat yourself that you can aim for. Hang around people that are positive, people that might be trying to do and reach the same goals that you are. This is always so helpful. Look up some quotes, post some incredible quotes from other people that you hear at your desk or open a document on your phone that talk about the supernatural person that you are because your presence is contributing more than the physical and natural world that we see around us. We need the best you, who you are, your entire self, right here and right now. Remember that every single day you get up, you have a brand new chance to start new, be successful, reward yourself, and think positively about all of that energy and love that you bring into the world. Thanks so much for listening today, and we'll chat next week.